to the Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. On this channel, we have shows and segments that contain adult humor, bad language, dirty jokes, and other stuff that is strictly for mature audiences only. So if you're too young or too sensitive for this kind of material, then please do not watch our channel or our videos. This channel is not for you. Thanks much. And now, on with the show! About to fall over. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Geeking Poetic Podcast Channel. One of your hosts, Larry Roberts. This ghostly figure in white next to me is my co-host, and none other than... Megan Guess. And we are here to talk about, uh, well, I, I was going to say Halloween-y stuff, but it doesn't have to be just... Not necessarily, no. Just because Halloween, although it is that time of year. <laughs> but we're here to do... An episode that we haven't done in a while. No, we sure haven't. This is kind of exciting. Yeah, we haven't done a real talk in a while. Real geeky talk. <laughs> um, for those that have tuned into the channel before, you might recall that we would, eh, not every month, but every now and then, we would do what we called a real talk episode where we'd talk about stuff that, you know, we'd be covering, like, say, if one month we were talking a lot about our top five favorite, you know, sci-fi alien movies and stuff like that. And then we would end up getting together uh, and talking about real life or, you know, so-called real <laughs> life uh, alien uh, stories and experiences, if we had any, and all that kind of stuff. And we are doing that this month uh, because it's Halloween time. We are talking this month about ghosts. We decided mm -hmm. we were going to specifically talk about ghosts. It can't get much more personal than this episode. Yeah, this episode is going to be really personal because uh, you may notice for people that are familiar with Geeking Poetic that there's only two of us and not three of us. Vito couldn't be here. Uh, it probably kind of worked out anyway because when I was talking to him about this earlier, he was like, yeah, I don't really know how much I'd have I to say about say this okay. and stuff. He, I don't think he's had that much experience with this, but uh, what we are going to talk about is our real talk of uh, ghost encounters or paranormal encounters or just stuff we can't explain it, and that's exactly it it's it's totally stuff we can't explain mm -hmm. and I, I before we even like get into it i kind of want to just put this out there because you know i i'm sure there's gonna be people that are watching or listening to us right now that are gonna roll their eyes that's fine roll them that's totally fine because i just have to say you know speaking for myself i don't really know what i believe I've, I'm not one of those kind of people that's like, oh, yeah, there's definitely ghosts and there's mm -hmm. definitely other dimensions of existence and blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying at all that there is because I don't have any, you know, definitive proof that there is. But there's no definitive proof that there isn't either. Right. And you and I both, uh, me more in the past tense and you in the more present tense, have had some experience with, uh, you know, 
seeing and feeling and just being around stuff like that that we just really, really couldn't explain. Yeah, I, I've, I've racked my brain trying to figure out, but I just don't know what it was. Yeah. So. And yeah, and again, I mean, obviously people are going to be like, oh yeah, sure. But, you know, <laughs> me vouching for you, you're a very like... I, you know, you're a straight shooter. <laughs> like you're not, you're not drama in me. <laughs> no, you're not a dramatic person and you're not the kind of person to like bullshit and, you know, exaggerate and stuff like that. You're not. Yeah. And, and you're also, you're, you're pretty adventurous. Like I'm far more like, <laughs> he's always like, I can't believe you're doing that. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, I, I'm going to go jump off this cliff now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are that kind of person. Mm -hmm. You're the person that kind of goes in charging, you know, like yep. full steam ahead. Whereas I'm like, oh, I don't know. This looks creepy. This looks scary. <laughs> this looks dangerous. Like, nope, let me in. I'm going for it. Right. You've always been that way uh, for as long as I've known you. So when I hear about you experiencing things and... Freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And <laughs> and having a completely opposite reaction, it does make me sort of go, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty messed up. And, uh, you know, I, I was going to start with my stories and stuff, but I think we'll probably jump back and forth and everything. But yeah. I think since you were bringing it up and we're talking about you, uh, I have a feeling we'd be remiss if we didn't just get right into <laughs> your story because people are going to be like, what are they the talking, about? talking about? What happened to Megan? You know? <laughs> so, so, so yeah, tell, tell the folks at home. So what exactly, how did this all start? What was your experience? So me and my mom, hi mom. Um, this is all her doing, by the way. Uh, wanted to go. She wanted to go on this ghost tour, but she wanted to do something that was more interactive than just like going on a bus and seeing haunted places. So right. I found this place called Chaos Haunted Adventures. You could actually go do a ghost hunt and use their equipment okay. to help in the ghost hunt. And I thought, oh, well, that's really cool. I want to use EVPs and EMFs and flares and uh, you know all this cool stuff. Like, I'm in. Totally in. So we got tickets. Now, let me interject real quick. Yes. Now, prior to doing this, now I know you were saying like, oh, you know, that sounds fun or whatever. But did you really, <laughs> what was your thought process on whether those things actually worked or not? Like, what? So I went into this whole thing very skeptical. Right. Okay. Because again, all this equipment and everything like that, it could, you know, it could be rigged in somehow. Sure. You know, you don't know what pre, it's pre-recorded you know? AVPs and, you right. know, or, you know, spirit box that, you know, randomly say things and just right. maybe they can happen to answer your question if you answer the same, ask the same questions over right. and over. So I was skeptical. Okay. I did not expect me to be the instrument. Okay. Explain. So <laughs> at one point... Now, where were you at? We went to the Crown Point in Indiana. We uh -huh. went to the old jail. So not the main square old jail underneath the, the courthouse, but the one that's just off the square. Okay. The old, old courthouse <laughs> okay. from the 1800s. Oh, okay. 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 And I think they sh said they shut it down in the 70s. Okay. That's last time. And it was way overcrowded. Um, I think they said like there was 800 prisoners in there when it shut down in this place. I mean, it was big, but... There wasn't 800 cells in this place. Right. So it was way overcrowded. Okay. Um, and like Al Capone's henchmen were there. We went into his 
we kept calling him Frank. I don't think his name was actually Frank. I think we misheard that. <laughs> but we kept trying to talk to Frank. We tried to talk to him because our house is supposed to be have a link to Al Capone. Your your, your my, parents' house. My parents' house, yeah. yeah. So we're like, oh, we want to talk to Frank, maybe, you know. Of course, he never came out. And then we went to John Dillinger's cell and everything. That was wow. pretty cool. And uh, we went where they uh, they filmed Public Enemies with Johnny right. Depp. Right. They the film set was in this jail That's on the cool. uh, one of the floors, and so we went there where they had kind of refinished it, and we kind of did a Spirit Box EVP sessions in there. So I so mean, it was even, really cool. even if you didn't encounter anything, it was cool just to go into cool. the old jail, right? And we just kind of got you. They took us to a floor, and we got to walk around wherever we wanted in there. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was a really cool experience. That sounds like historically, a lot of fun. yeah. So, and just, and using the equipment, it was just cool. If it worked or not, don't care. It was just cool to get. You to were use just it. playing around. Yeah, we were just having fun. Right. Enjoying a night out with my mom from <laughs> right. midnight to four in the morning. Yeah, it you was don't get to do late. that very often. No. <laughs> yeah, so it was really cool. So we went there. We met this group of people. They split us into groups, and occasionally he'd say, "Oh well, you have better luck being encountered if there's like two of you." Okay. So every time he say, "Well." Who wants to go off and do this other place by themselves? My mom was like, I do. I was like, <laughs> son of a gun. Guess who that includes? Me. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, stop doing that, mom. Especially because my first encount- my first time going by myself like that, I had an encounter. Okay, well, why don't you get into that? To that one? You want to yeah. do that one first? Yeah, let's do that one first. Okay. So we went into this room. I think they called it a swamp room. Because they're ha- they're decorating for Halloween. Okay. And I guess this is the swamp room for Halloween. It's going to be a haunted house. So we go in there, and he, as he's taking us in there, he's like, they're kind of this bit, like getting all worked up just thinking about <laughs> it. I'm sorry. So as we're walking there, he says, you know, we've started having a lot of activity in this room for some reason, and they're kind of worried people aren't going to want to go in this room to work to set this room up. There's okay. that much activity. I was like, oh, okay. So me and my mom go in this room. It's pitch black. Can't see nothing. Anyone in here? Anyone want to talk to us? Yeah, it's way colder in here. Turning mm-hmm. circles. Oh, wow. Was it your, what? Was it way colder? It's probably a few degrees just moving in here. Somebody here with us? Yeah, come on, come out. There's another cell over here. I'm sorry. Creepy hands. Sorry. Okay. Okay. We're in there a little bit, and my mom goes, kind of peeks around, and she goes, "Oh, there's another room back here." So we kind of go back there, putts around a little bit. And I was like, well, I'm not really seeing anything here. So I go to turn around and go back to the first room. And as soon as I walked in that room, the hairs on my arm stood on end. Okay. So I, I, com- I got video and I comment on it. I was like, I, this room, it, I don't know, it feels different than what it felt like when I first came into it. Okay. It was different than the first time. Yeah, it feels different in here. I like... When I walked in here, like my hair on my arm stood on end. Are you in here with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's so dark I can't even see. Oh, I'm over here. 
Yeah, it's like the second I walked in here. I feel very um, dread and dewy. And then I started, because I was walking towards the door to get out, and I kind of started feeling like a presence on my side here, mm -hmm. like somebody was standing there mm -hmm. looking at me. So I kind of look at the wall, and then I look at the doorway, and I go to move forward, and I instantly feel dread. Okay. And like extreme sadness. Like I, I, I. I can't even explain it, but it's it's extreme. And it's only when I walked in this room. It's like, what I, okay. <laughs> I don't know, whenever I go to move forward, I want to cry. <gasps> what? I don't know, something's freaking me out. Okay. <laughs> I've never felt something like that before. And then as I go to step forward and more, as I, oh my God, I, I want to cry. I just want to burst into tears. And moments ago, I was laughing with my mom because I was saying something. I was like, are you even in here with me? And she's like, yeah, I'm in here. I'm over here. And we're like, oh, okay. Because it's so dark. I can't see if you're right. here with me. Because right, so, like so, I said, I felt this present over here and she was way over here. So it wasn't like you were already like going into this or you were at a point where you were feeling kind of creeped out and sad or. No, we were or, joking around, yeah. have a good time. Okay. And, like, don't break anything, you know. <laughs> right. I'm like, are you here with me? <laughs> where okay. are you at, Mom? She's like behind me over here. And like, because I'm looking over here in front of me. Right. And I, like I said, I go to step forward and I, I like instantly tear up. Okay. Which I, I could do that, you know. And then I tried to step forward again, and my mom said, I don't remember this part, but she says I kind of look down, and I start spinning in circles, and I start freaking the fuck out. Yeah, and she's like, Megan, what is, oh my God, what is wrong? What is wrong? I was like, I don't know. I'm just freaking out. Okay, I don't know what's wrong with me right now. And she, she like grabs me to stop me from spinning because I'm just spinning. And she's like, it's like you're trying to get away, but you can't get it, go anywhere. You're just stuck in the spinning circles, tight circles. Hmm. So that's... And then as soon as that, it's, it's done. And we go right back. I was like, and I'm like, will you talk to me? You were obviously here. Where are you? Come back to me. And stuff like that. So if I was really freaked out having a real panic, I would have ran out of the building. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't, I don't have panic attacks like that. No, I've never seen you act like that about anything. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm not big on overreacting like that. No. I can in other ways, but not like that. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. Hey, <laughs> wait a minute. So, yeah, it, it was an experience. And then so we're still in there talking to the guy or whoever it may be. And then our tour guy comes back. He's like, hey, ladies, we're going to, you know, we're going to take a break. You know, want to come out. He's like, did you anything happen over here? And I was like, yeah, I kind of had a panic attack. He's like, well, what happened? So I was kind of telling him. He's like, mm, okay, yep. Mm -hmm. hmm. <laughs> and he kind of walked, kept walking. I was like, hmm. 
So now, if that's what they're talking about, about people not wanting to work in there, I totally get it because that, that was awful. That was an awful feeling I felt. Yeah. So if somebody was in that jail and felt that way, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Well. Because it was felt, it didn't feel evil. It felt like they, like I asked them to come talk to me. So they were coming to talk to me and they didn't want me to leave because they wanted somebody to be there with them because they were so incredibly sad. Or at least that's the impression you That's got. the impression yeah. I was given. Yeah. From what I felt. From what you felt. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I mean by I was the instrument. I, di- I didn't expect me to be the instrument. Right. And I, how do you fake that? Well, you can fake that. I mean, it can. I'm not <laughs> saying you did. but Well, I, I yeah. I could make it up myself. I see what you're saying. But How could somebody they make fake you that to make to me you. freak out like that? Not that I can really think of. I mean, I don't know if I there's... mean they could freak me out. You know, like maybe makes a presence. I don't. I don't know. But I don't know how they can make me feel that dread and then want to instantly burst into tears. Yeah, I don't know. Like that, and then have me start spinning. I mean, without and, and nobody touched me. I was never touched. Okay. And so my mom touched me to stop me from spinning. Right. Hmm. So. So how? Okay. So uh, moving on from there, what happened? Did anything else happen after that? So we go on our break. We come back next floor. He's like, "So got another area. You like? Who wants to go by themselves? My mom, me. We want." Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm still reeling from the last one. Okay, that really fucked with me. Right. Because that that. And I just kept going. It's like, that's not me. I don't do that. Even right. in the video. Like, that's not me. <laughs> right. How did I freak out like that? So we're over there. And me and my mom are, you know, walking around. That's called a day room where the prisoners go during the day to hang out. And um, just this little little room. And me and my mom are in there together. I got my EMF reader. Nothing's going on. So I switch her because she's got the thermometer. And I said, like, yeah, it's definitely colder over here. And I check it. It's 66 degrees. Okay. okay. Then my mom kind of wanders off on down the road to the cells and everything. And I'm in there by myself. So I'm in there talking to him and everything. And then all of a sudden, I, he's like, it's, it's like, hello, is somebody here? Because I visibly feel it getting colder. I, it's like the same thing that we just saw over there. Saw with the day room right there. Side. Yeah. I got it. Hello, anybody here? It's definitely colder over here. Mm-hmm. I swear something keeps touching me down the right side of me. Really? Like something like. It's weird. Can you hold this for a while? You got your temperature thing still? Yeah, here, I can't hold on this. Switch me. Are you over there? It's dropped six degrees. I have a six degree temperature drop. Hello? Yeah, it's only got like extra, extra cold. So I checked the, the thermometer and it goes down to 60 degrees. Okay. From 60 degrees. And that's what they said with drastic temperature drops like that. There's a presence. So you can hear my my, verse, my voice starts quivering because <laughs> I'm still freaked out from the last time. 
because I, I mentioned, I was like, I felt you downstairs. I don't feel you now. Come back. And then that happened. And then we go down a little ways, and I, we end up coming back to that part, to that room. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like the cold. Let's not do that again, okay? And I check my thermometer. It goes up to 67. Okay. I was like, oh, so you go the opposite direction. Okay. Huh. And then they brought it back down. Hmm. It, was, it was weird. That is pretty weird. Again, it'd probably be faked, but it was pretty cool. It, it could be faked. I mean, so yeah, here's the thing. Like I was saying, I mean, I've... As everybody at home will have heard now, because you can't really see too much, unfortunately. No, no, it's pitch black. But, uh, you know, again, knowing you the way I know you, it's like, yeah, that's that's really weird for you to just have such an emotional reaction so quickly like that, because you don't really do that. No. <laughs> I'm not... an emotional person, but not outwardly like that. No, no, you're not emotional. I'm not like theatrical. That. <laughs> no, and you're yeah, and you're not um, that reactionary. If anything, you're usually somebody yeah who like you gotta drag it out of me. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. You could be upset about something, you know, and it's like yeah, you have to really drag it out of you. So for you to react like so instantly like that is pretty unusual. Yeah. So I mean. Took me by surprise, that's for sure. Yeah. And by bomb. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I mean, so now, did anybody else on the tour, like, experience anything? There was, just before this, when we were on the other side, okay. um, there was a couple ladies. One had a, um, a REM pod that started going off, which it sits on the ground, and it, it can, anything gets near it, it goes off. Okay. Little lights and stuff go off on it. Um, and there's another one. She had um, dousing rods, like we find for water and stuff like that. Okay. But you're like you basically find anything with it, and if you take it and they, you know, you hold them apart, and then they cross, that means some you found something. Something's there. And at the same exact time that REM pod was going off, her dousing sticks crossed, and they okay. stayed crossed oh, for a while. And she felt like somebody was touching the back of her head. She said. Right. Yeah. Now. I know you were telling me before, didn't you say that the the guides were telling you that the, the whatever the, presence is there, they have a tendency? In, in that hallway, especially, they love touching women's hair, okay. the back of their heads. I wonder how they'd feel about my hair. Right? They're like, ooh. Ghosts get all mad. They out. come touch my hair, and they're like, wait a minute, that's a dude. And then they're like, <laughs> yeah. And then I get possessed, and then it's all bad. <laughs> so. Interesting. Yeah. It, I I enjoyed the night myself. <laughs> Even even with the freak ass and stuff like that, it it was a fun experience to me. But now, so here's another question for you. So after you were done with that and everything, I mean, did you feel any kind of like residual weirdness or was it just gone? It was gone. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it was, I was still kind of like, like I go in the next room, like the 66 degrees where it drops down to 60 and stuff. You can hear my voice. I'm like, uh, hello? <laughs> kind of worried because I don't worried. know what's going to happen, but I don't feel that right. presence like I did. Right, or you're, it didn't seem to have any kind of like lasting effects on me or anything. No. Okay. Like the rest of the night, totally fine. Hmm. Other than being a little itchy during that 66, 60 degree drop thing. You felt itchy? They, yeah, I felt like just on my right side, not my left side, just my right side. I felt really itchy. I kept scratching, like, what is itching me? <laughs> I was like, 
what is wrong with you? He's like, I don't know. Something must be touching me or something. He's like, go touch my bomb for a minute, please. Leave me alone. It's the asbestos ghost. Something. <laughs> it's making me itchy. <laughs> but what I did, but I was fine the rest of the night. Hmm. Everywhere else we went, totally fine. Once, as soon as we got out of that section, totally fine. So that's weird. If I'm itchy, I'm itchy. I'm right. just going to stay itchy. <laughs> I'm not going to stop. But um, yeah. then I noticed later re-watching these videos, because I noticed the temperature drop in that room when right. it was happening. But when I go back and watch my freak out video, right. the temperature was the same temperature. It dropped. Because remember my mom said it already dropped a few degrees just us coming in here. Okay. And she shows it, and it's that same temperature. Hmm. Like, huh, interesting. Yeah, and you don't necessarily know if all that equipment's going to work no. perfectly. I mean, there there is no exact Like I said, I went in that. real skeptical of the equipments of every, the whole th- kit caboodle, whole shebang. Yeah. Didn't know what to expect, just going in for the fun of it. But I did not expect me to f- inwardly feel something so like what, that. So what's your takeaway from this now? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm still like you, where it's like, I, I don't know what's real, what's not real. I'm still trying to rationale yeah. why I reacted like that. Right. It's like, was there a reason? I don't normally do that, but was I freaked out because it was so dark out? Was, was it so dark in there, but it was pitch black the rest yeah, of the night? Why you, would I freak right, out then? You never seem to care about something like that. I don't care. It didn't hmm. bother me. That. I was already yelled. Oh, sorry. Yelling at the <laughs> moon here, um, yelling at my mom to turn off the ca- the the light because she was shining the light. I was like, Mom, it needs to be dark. dark. Turn the light off. Right. So I don't see why it being dark would bother me. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I can't explain my reaction because that's just not me. Right. So, yeah, but I still, what I believe it was or wasn't, I, I don't know. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I feel, too, about, like, all this stuff that I, I've experienced over the years. And, I, you know, for some people that are listening to this, they I apologize if it seems like I'm rehashing things, because I know we've brought up some of this in other episodes, you know. Other yeah, a little shows, bit, but not like in depth. Bits and pieces, but, I mean, so real quick, getting into my thing. Um, so I... Uh, still live in the same house that I grew up in. And I know everybody's going to get real judgmental about that. Screw that. Well, you know, it's, you know, for those that know, no, I mean, there's a bunch of people that live in this house. It's, it's not just me. Um, there's yeah. Relatives, friends, it's, it's a big house. <laughs> so it makes sense to live here. And, uh, and, uh, I basically it, live here. Half yeah. The time. You pretty much live here at this point. <laughs> They've almost. adopted me. Um, but, you know, my dad's gone, and this was, you know, th- this house reminds me of, of him a lot, so I have a big connection to this house because of that. But I, but I also think, 
I don't know. I've always had a really, really strong connection to this house. And I, again, people can just be skeptical, but it feels to me like it goes beyond just like sentimentality. I don't hmm. really know how to explain it, but I, I just can't explain it. But ever since I was young, there was odd things that happened in this house. Um, and you'll you'll meet no one more skeptical about this than my mother, <laughs> my, who's probably listening to this now. Um, she yeah she doesn't she doesn't believe any of this shit. She's never really experienced anything here. She thinks that me and anybody else who's experienced stuff because that let let me also preface by saying I'm not the only person that's experienced stuff here, and it's even been experienced by people who had no uh pre-warning no had heard no stories had didn't know anything so that you could say oh well they were influenced by what i said or mm -hmm. something like that um yeah this is a pretty old house i don't remember the the exact year that this house was built but i know now i think it's over it's well over 100 years old and I mean, it was it was fairly like old. Like 1920s or something. Yeah, maybe? at least maybe yeah, if not a little earlier, close to the turn of the century. Um, the Chicago bungalow house, you know, <laughs> brick bungalow house. But so ever since I was young, uh, there was always odd things that happened to me in this house. Um, I should say though, it was never anything like malevolent feeling. Kind of like what you were saying about when you were in that cell and you felt really sad. You felt like dread. You felt like presence, but mm -hmm. you didn't feel like, oh, my God, it's going to get Hurt me. me. Yeah, I've never knock on wood. I've never felt that um, in this in this house. And most people that I know have kind of said the same thing. It's freaked them out, but it didn't it didn't like, uh, you know make them feel like they were in trouble mm -hmm. like they, they were, were in danger. danger right exactly so the first things that started happening when i was younger was that i used to sleepwalk a lot now that's not totally uncommon yeah for a lot i slept walk but um i used to have a tendency to sleepwalk my aunt who used to watch me uh because my parents both worked and a lot of times they were working nights and everything they were in the police um not the band, the, the police department. Um, <laughs> but uh, they would often work like four to midnight or sometimes they were working midnight shift and stuff. So my aunt, my, my aunt who passed on, unfortunately, when I was pretty young still, uh, used to watch me over here sometimes and she'd go in to check on me and I wouldn't be in the room. And she would find me standing at the bottom of the basement stairs, which you can't see in the shot. But they're right there. They're right over there. <laughs> And she would find me there. I was like three years old, you know, four years old, five in that whole range. And I would just be standing there like asleep and crying. Hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, and she would say, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing down there? And, you know, she'd eventually she'd come get me and everything. But I always had, even when I was awake, like I had no memory. Like, I don't even remember. I don't think I even knew back then. Or was that conscious of doing that? Mm -hmm. I knew about it more when it would get brought up as I got Later. older. And yeah. know, my mom or my dad or somebody would bring up about me sleepwalking and doing that. And I was like, really? 
but when I was young, yeah, I always had, I loved this basement because the, the room we're in now uh, was, is, and was more like a rec room. Like, this is where our stereo was, and the pool table, and the bar, and blah, blah, blah. And especially back in the 70s when I was a kid. We're on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> we have even a dance floor here. And when I was a kid, I mean, it was great. It was super cool down here. You know, this was the adult place, you know, and I would play down here sometimes. But I really didn't like being down here alone. Um Again, not uncommon for a kid, I mm -hmm. suppose. Yeah. But I, but it was the stairs, especially. There was something about the stairs. I was more bothered about the stairs than I was about being down here. I didn't like the stairs. Even now, even even now, I've gone up and down these stairs. Oh God, how many times? At least thirty times today alone. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to set well, up. We were just trying to get set up. I know. I was going up the stairs and down the stairs. You know. But I've been up and down those stairs in my life, you know, tens of thousands of times, I'm sure. But even now, like, there's times, not all the time, but there's certain times where I just feel something. As soon as I'm standing, not even just going up the stairs, but even when I'm just at the, at the base of the stairs over there, I feel something. Hmm. I don't know what it is, although I have an idea. Um, so I dealt with that for a while. And then, of course, another thing that's, <laughs> infamous to anybody that knows me and knows, has listened to me talk about it on past episodes is the statue cat. So the infamous statue cat. Now the statue cat wasn't downstairs. The statue cat was always kept upstairs. Um, there was a lot of weird things that happened. It was this, it was a statue. It was, oh, I don't know. It was probably about a two foot tall statue, roughly like about the size of a Shogun warrior. If you're, <laughs> if you're a, or a Godzilla toy, yeah, he's I don't probably have behind it. Us somewhere. Yeah. He's probably around here somewhere. Um, it was about that size. It was like a red, reddish orange color. It, and it was, it was Siamese and, you know, so it wasn't like a cute kitty cat. It was, a, it was a little weird looking and stuff, but even so, it was just a ceramic statue. Um, for whatever reason, I just had this ominous feeling anytime I was around it. And I was around it all the time because for a long time it was in our living room, then it was in our dining room and back and forth. Mom would move it around as she moved furniture around the <laughs> house and stuff. Um, but I used to, it got to a point where when I was around five, I guess that I wasn't sleepwalking and going downstairs so much. What I was doing was I was sleepwalking and kneeling in front of the statue cat while I was asleep. That's creepy. That is creepy. What was creepier, because I have a very clear memory of this, I actually, um, what's creepier is that I would be dreaming about walking through the house, through a dark house it, you know not exactly candlelit looking but just dark and maybe moonlit or something mm -hmm. and I would be dreaming about quietly walking only hearing my breathing and then walking into the dining room and then seeing the statue cat and I would just kneel and I don't know how long in the dream I have no con concept of time but I would be kneeling and just staring at it like nervously staring at it and then in the dream the eyes would open up and it would have human eyes okay <laughs> sorry you freaking out yeah. so it would have human eyes looking at me and i mean that's a pretty freaky dream but what made it more fucked up was i would wake up you know how you do when you're a kid you have a dream and you oh you do it now even i'm sure as mm -hmm. adults you yeah know? you wake up <gasps> so i would wake up startled awake and that's you know so i had this fucked up dream but then i would startle awake and boom where was i 
in front face of the to face cat. with the statue cat, trying not to piss my pajamas, literally. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'd I'd be frozen there for moments. I don't know, probably not too long. Probably felt like forever. It was probably mm-hmm. five seconds. <laughs> But moments, and then I'd finally get up the nerve, and I'd go run my little ass back into my room, shut the door, pull the blankets over my head, whatever, and eventually I'd fall back asleep. But I did this several times. I mean, like enough that, like I said, all you know, how many forty plus years later I remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was other things that happened with that cat. Um, I would have other friends now without me even telling them about that. I would have other friends come over. I didn't have a ton of friends, but I had a few good friends. Um, like my friend David down the block, who still to this day, you know, and the guy's a, he's a police, you know, commander and all this. He's a very straight dude, you know what I mean? And even to this day, David's like, fuck that statue cat. <laughs> there was something not right with that thing, man, I'll tell you. And there were incidents, I told the story before on the show about where me and my uh he and myself and a friend across the alley mm-hmm. were all hanging and by this point we were considerably older i was like nine yeah i had to have been about nine because i remember we were leaping around in the living room singing along because i had music videos on the tv we were of course and, I, you did. and i remember the song it was the music video for centerfold by jay giles band <laughs> you know and we were singing along, and, and of course, we were getting about that age, eight, nine, ten years old, and there was all the girls in the video, and we were kind of like, eh, this is, I'm digging these girls in this video a little <laughs> bit. And we were singing, and that song was brand new, and we were, like, loving it. And at one point in between videos or whatever, it was like a commercial or something, or I don't know, I, I think I actually, yeah, yeah, I think we were just kind of, we plopped down on my couch, and it was weird as we were sitting there looking at the TV, there was a commercial or maybe there was a video on we didn't care for. And like simultaneously at the same time, all three of us were like, hey, man, like, do you did you do you notice something? And then and then like one of the other of us was like, yeah, are you talking about the statue? And we're like, yeah. And we all realized we were like, wasn't that statue originally turned facing into the dining room because at this point the statue was sitting on like an end table kind of thing next to the television set so if you sat and looked at the tv set you could could see see the statue there okay it wouldn't necessarily be like in the forefront of your vision if you were looking right at the tv but in your peripheral you know what i mean so we hadn't like been talking about it or paying any fucking attention to it but we all at the same time were like wasn't the statue facing into the dining room like it was turned away from the TV you know and everything and now it was turned directly towards us like it was looking right at us and all three of us like without prompting from anybody wasn't like hey that thing's turned and we're like yeah maybe you know it was like (laughs) we all like at the same time had the same realization like we just stopped and noticed it because it was so obviously changed turned yeah that it was facing right at us and we freaked out and ran right the fuck out the house (laughs) yeah i would too and it was in the middle it wasn't even like it was night and we were freaking out it was like 1 30 in the afternoon on a sunny afternoon Mm. it was like the summer of 82 i should have been outside anyway yeah well you know me and music videos yeah i ruined many a summer when i was a kid sitting and watching (laughs) music videos because i mean look at me folks you know i mean kind of dictated my life 
So there were like things like that, and there were other instances. I can't get. I can't. We'll be talking about this. For yeah, hours. you have so many. There were so many other instances where other you know friends would see things, or they'd say that you know. My friends often had issues where they didn't like these stairs coming up because we were always down in this basement playing. I don't like them because they're so damn steep. Well, yeah, that doesn't help, <laughs> you know. But there was always some kind of weird vibe that everybody I knew over the years, friends, girlfriends, whomever, you know, like everybody just had weird experiences with those stairs and with this basement getting to the point where so now we fast forward, I'm probably about 14, 15 years old, you know, and I'm trying to be Mr. Fucking Cool Guy and shit, like, with all my dumbass teenage friends, how they are, right? Especially a bunch of metal guys and everything, and we think that, like, the paranormal and Satan and hell and blah, 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 and Ouija boards and all that. Oh, no. We think that's all, like, so cool, right? Oh, no. And through talking... Uh, with friends, you know my friend Steve. <laughs> Steve introduced me as when we first became friends with these other guys, Tim and John. They were a little bit older. Steve and I were 14, 15 years old. These guys were like around 17, 18. So we thought they were super cool. You know, they had cars and all this stuff. And through talking to them, like Steve was talking about, like, I don't remember how it came up. Some came up about talking about Ouija boards and ghosts and spirits and blah, blah, blah. And Steve mentions to these guys and he says, yeah, you know, like Larry's basement's real weird. Like, <laughs> you know, he's like, I don't know what it is, man, but there's something about that basement. You know, I've been going to Larry's basement for several years now since we became friends. And there's there's just something weird. About, like, I swear there's something down there and everything. And and even at that point, I mean, I wasn't like, yeah, guys, my basement's haunted. I've never been that guy. I've never said that. I don't, because I don't necessarily know. I don't know what I believe in with that. Who, who knows? I don't know. But these guys were like, oh, cool, man. You should invite us over one night because I've got a Ouija board and I read, you know, these books about paranormal stuff. Like, we should go down there and try to, like, you know, do a, not, not a seance, but, you know, something to that effect. We should do something like that. This okay. is going to end well. Yeah, okay. So we come down here, right, literally right where Meg and I are sitting right now. Sorry, Meg. Um, so we came down here. We were we sat here in these these two uh tim and john come over and it's me and steve and i don't remember who else maybe milo might have been there i don't i don't remember but a bunch of my friends and uh you know we weren't doing drugs we weren't drinking we weren't doing anything like that we were sober you know um but we were down here and my my mom i don't know where my dad was but my mom my mom and dad were both gone for the evening it was like a friday evening uh, probably right around this time of year. It was like in the fall. You know, I know I was back in school and everything. And so it was dark. It was getting dark. And they're like, all right, like we're going to be down there. Let's let's turn off like all the lights. We're going to light these candles. We got this Ouija board, blah, blah, blah. And Tim, who was the oldest guy, starts like messing around with it, trying to like talk to it, get it to say things and everything. And honestly, not really much happened. We did see what we all... And we all saw it. I mean, I, again, I don't know what to believe about this, but we all saw like an orb. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. like you see those little orbs. Now, here's the thing about orbs, man. You're sitting there in the dark. You know, you've got some candles lit and everything. You get things on your 
eye, you know, on your eyeball. You get things. There's there's all sorts of fucking reasons why you could be seeing orbs. I I don't know. So I'm not sitting here being like, guys, I saw an orb, and <laughs> I I don't know. I nothing really. But we all saw it. We all saw this thing. It looked like the. It looked like you know, looking at it like it was about the size of I don't know, like a little. Bigger than a golf ball, maybe like a ten- tennis ball size, right? Oh, that's a big. Yeah, okay. it was. That's it was pretty big. big. It was like about that big around, you know, like it fit in your hand. Okay. You know, and it was flying around. It was like over there, and it kind of was like doing that and everything, and it was there for several moments, for long enough that we all were like, "Dude, look at that! Is that? Do you see that? Yeah, I think is that like an orb thing? And like, yeah, and it's like, oh, that's probably just you know. Again, I I was the biggest skeptic. I'm like, it's probably something from the light, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not, so anyway, so after that, so as that happened, we were like, they were all freaked out, you know, kind of freaked out, la- mostly laughing, really. We're like, holy fuck, man, like, that's so cool. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, all right, enough of this, enough of this. Like, let's not mess around with this anymore. And I went and I turned all the lights on. And so, like, you know, they're sitting there kind of being like, oh, Larry, you party pooper, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, John, the one older friend uh, of Tim's, is sitting there and he's kind of like, he's sort of laughing, but he's not like saying much. And then we're all just sitting around talking, you know, for the next couple of minutes, just bullshitting about whatever the fuck stupid teenage boys bullshit about talking about this. And then all of a sudden, like one of us, I don't think it was me, maybe it have been Steve looks at John and is like, Hey man, are you okay? And John, like literally looking at him, like, you know when you say somebody turns sort of like green almost like I mean he wasn't like Hulk green but I mean he <laughs> looked like flushed like like just blue almost more like blue in the face like he was and he was sweating profusely oh, like wow. you could see the speeds of sweat come and he's like guys I I don't feel so well man I I really I don't know what the fuck it is I don't fucking feel good and we're like dude you know like relax are you okay are you okay so finally, he's like, he's like, dude, I'm going to, th- I, 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 I don't know. I'm going to like pass out or throw up or something. So I bring him over to behind the bar because we have a sink back there. And I'm like, let me, let me get you a cold glass of water. So we go back behind the bar. And as I'm about to like turn on the thing, to fu- he just bends over and just hurls into the sink. Unfortunately, of all places, the sink, which I had to clean later. Oh, God. Um, and he just hurls and he's just like, he looks woozy and everything. And he was like. And he was like, I, I got to go. I got to get out of here. I got to go. I don't want to be here. I got to go home. Like, I, you know, and it was, and it wasn't like not the cool guy thing to do. You know what I mean? We were all trying to be cool guys. He was just like, I got to go. And he drove actually. So he had a, like a, a little car and everything. And he was like, I don't, I don't think I can even drive. Like I'm oh, so wow. out of it. And it was shortly, like shortly after that, we were trying to like calm him down. Cause he, he lived like a few miles away. So it wasn't like a quick, easy walk, you know? And he wasn't feeling great. I didn't want to make him walk. So it wasn't too much later, like around 10 o'clock that night, my my parents came home and I went to my mom and I'm like, hey, look, (laughs) we're not doing anything weird, but, well, you know, nothing illegal. You know what I mean? But I'm like, my friend John's here and he's like really sick. He doesn't think he can drive. So my mom ended up driving him home. He left his car here, and then, like, the next day, somebody brought him back, and he picked up his car. By the next day, he was like, yeah, I'm fine, but, man, I don't don't ever want to go do that again. Like, I'm not real crazy about your basement, Blair. (laughs) So... That that kind of stuff, like I said, it was all these like little incidents like that that happened from when I was a toddler all the way up through 
you know, young adulthood and everything. At one point, um, it was on Christmas Eve and we were, uh, my, my family and I were out at, a, at relatives celebrating Christmas Eve while my, um, stepbrother and my soon to be, uh, stepmother were here at the house and, uh, waiting for us to come back. And by the time we got back, I don't know, it was probably like 11 o'clock at night, 1130 at night, something along those lines. And when, uh, we were asking my stepmother how their night went and she was saying, oh, you know, it was fine. And I sent Kyle to bed. I, you know, he was, he was all, he was aggravating me because he was all worked up about something. And my dad's saying, well, what, what was Kyle worked up about? And she said, well, he was downstairs at one point. I was up here. He was downstairs and he was playing in the basement. Next thing I know, he came running up the stairs, freaked out, claimed that he saw some kind of like white round thing floating around down there and everything. Hmm. He said it was like some ghost and everything. And then he came up the stairs and he felt like something was coming up up the stairs behind him. He was all worked up and freaked out. I went down there. I didn't see nothing. And he's just being a stupid kid because... Because at the time he was uh, he was about eight years old, okay, know, you know, and I was like eighteen or something like that, and um, and I was like, well, you know, that's that's typical, you know, like I've seen that kind of thing, you know, all my life and whatnot. And my mom was actually was there, uh, and my mom's going, oh boy, you know, that's what a bunch of baloney, you know, blah blah blah, and then my dad goes, huh. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me at all. You know, like, yeah, because I, you know, I've it's not the first time that things have been seen down there. I, you know, I I know all about it, and I'm kind of like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, what, Dad? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. There's definitely some weird stuff downstairs and with this house and everything. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you've never said anything like this. And he goes, yeah, back when. When we first moved into this house before I was even born, right? Mm -hmm. My dad basically, basically, I mean, this whole basement was kind of like unfinished, really, you know? And my dad built like all these different rooms and all this stuff. He built the laundry room, which is on the opposite end of the basement of the house. And dad said, he's sitting there telling us, he goes, yeah, when back when that happened, um, at least once, I think more than once, he said he was there, he was working on something, and he looked over, and there was, like, a person standing there. Um, he said there was a guy standing there, but you could see, like, it was like there was no way he should have been able to, like, get there, get in there and mm -hmm. stuff, get to where it was, because things were all tore up and everything, and there was no, you know, he didn't hear anybody, but he just felt somebody there, and he looked over, and there was a guy standing there, and he said the way it was, it was like he was there... But he wasn't there. So, I don't know. The way he described it, it's been years now. I don't remember exactly. But it wasn't exactly like a ghost like you see in the movies where he's like translucent or something. But he said there was something about him being there that my dad just knew like, oh, like this isn't like a normal 3D human being. There was just something about him that felt like or looked or felt like I don't remember exactly how how he put it but he said and I said 
where did you see this guy? Where was he standing in the times? He goes, he goes, he would be standing about where the equivalency of the bottom of this, the basement stairs was. Shut up. <laughs> so he was standing there right over there. And that's where my dad always see him. He goes, so he goes, yeah, I, he goes, I feel I've, there have been times I've been down there working on stuff or come up and I feel like a presence or I've seen things and I've seen like orb kind of things. And yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. And my mom was like, what? Like my mom's acting like he's full of shit because <laughs> at that point in time, my mom felt my dad was pretty much full of shit <laughs> about everything because they were obviously splitting up. But anyway, um, my uh, mom's saying, yeah, that's that's come on. You know, that's that's a bunch of bullshit or whatever. My dad's like, no, that's fine. I know you don't. Um, and I'm saying, why didn't you fucking tell me about this? I've been going on for years about that basement and sleepwalking and standing there at the bottom of the stairs and all these other fucking things. And, and my dad said, I, I, well, he basically said he just bullshitted me and he ignored me about it because he's like, I didn't want you to be freaked out. I didn't, I, you know, you were always playing in that basement. I mean, the, the room where Willie lives now used to be like my big playroom you know mm -hmm. that's where my toy boxes were and all my and my tables and all my you know activity stuff so my dad said i didn't want to fucking be like oh yeah it's haunted you know i saw ghosts down there before you were ever born he's like you'd never want to be in there so i wasn't going to tell you and he's like and didn't nothing ever happened to you you didn't get it you didn't get hurt i never heard of oh, anything just made me think i was crazy <laughs> yeah and my mom was saying, you know, well, why didn't you ever say anything to me? And my dad said, because you, you don't believe it you anyway. You believe it because you always, you never seem to believe in that kind of shit. You don't believe me now, do you? And she said, no, not really. And he said, well, there you go. <laughs> so well, speaking of Willie, he's had all sorts of and weird then shit happen. Willie, right? yeah, who lives in the house with me and everything, he's had odd things happen because he's down here all the time, and you know, TV and, turning itself on and off and changing channels and stuff. Yeah, he's told like me. That. He's told me about things. He's told me about. There have been times where he went to bed and something like I think he told me the one time, at least once, I think he said there was an alarm clock that he had sitting on top of like a waste can type thing with a lid, and he had an alarm clock up there, and then he'd like get up the next morning or in the middle of the night or whatever and all of a sudden the alarm clock was sat like somewhere else but it didn't look like it just like fell, fell over, over. Okay. it was more like somebody had to have picked it up and like sat it down several feet away kind of thing yeah he he's had that happen he's had times where he swears that while he was sleeping he felt like somebody like was touching him and moving like he's had clothes like fucking you know different who knows and again <laughs> i mean again all of this stuff, folks, all of this stuff, it's potential that it's bullshit. Not that anybody's lying. I'm not saying my dad was lying or that I'm lying or that Willie was lying it's or anything. It's all in our heads. But it, it could be in your heads or there could be other explanations for it. There there really could be. I, I it's, it's just interesting that in this house, there's always been instances of people with pretty much the exception of my mother there's always been instances of people and it makes me wonder because i know you've talked about it before i know jess and mom and other people have talked about it before what's interesting about the things that have happened in this house is it happened to me it happened to dad happened to willie happened to Danny and David and Steve and John and Kyle and all these people. But 
My mother never experienced or saw anything. My stepmother never saw and experienced anything. Um, you know, I, I, I've had uh, girlfriends and wives and stuff who I think are freaked out, <laughs> you know, about the house, but I don't know that they've ever experienced anything not like, like we have, not like the guys have. So it's really interesting to me that it's so gender specific. Yeah. You know, that is kind of weird because you've now been you've been in my house. You've stayed here here by myself many all the time and you've never seen or experienced anything in particular. Nope. Not a thing. Right. But the guys all have, which is funny because, again, it's kind of counterintuitive to because, you know, people often will sit there and say, well, Women are more, yeah. You know, it's sens- always the guys. That women are more shit. sensitive to things like that and and stuff like that. And and women can get a little more scared about being alone, whereas the guys aren't generally as, you know, they they end up being more macho and guys end up being more closed minded. Women are more open minded. Children are more open minded and all this stuff. But yeah, it's had things happen to both male children and male adults and young adults and stuff. So I don't know. And there's so much more I could get into. There's so many other things that, that uh, if you want to know more about the statue cat story, cause good Lord, there's so much, you'll have to go back and find it in old episodes of our, of our uh, podcast and or reach out to us. Yeah. Or reach out if you want to hear more about it. But I don't know how I feel about any of this stuff about ghosts and stuff. Ghosts are fun to talk about. It's fun to think about and everything. It's it's interesting. Paranormal stuff is all quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I were watching videos earlier of yeah. stuff that that was from uh, gathered from around the world. Things of surveillance camera stuff, people filming stuff. There's some things that you go, wow. If that's faked, that's like a really good fake. You know, like that's they did a really good job putting that on mm-hmm. and everything. Because I don't know how they faked that. Um, but it's very possible that it is faked or we're seeing what we think we see or want to see. But on that note, I wonder, the one thing that I do wonder, and if this could have to do with ghosts and paranormal stuff or it just could be um, something else entirely. But, you know, the, as I said, it's not that I believe. It's just that I don't, I don't disbelieve. disbelieve. Because I think that there are so many things that we don't know what the hell is going on. And we don't, we don't have all the answers of everything. And, you know, to me, things like being able to see and experience paranormal stuff, a lot of times I feel like there's a chance that it could have to do with your senses because everything we know in the universe, everything we know is based on our five senses. You know, you got to be able to see it and, or touch it and, or taste it or hear it or hear it or smell it. Right. You know? And my thing is this, it's like, well, how do we know that there's not a bunch of stuff around us or there's other things that could be sensed, but we just are not equipped with those senses. Mm hmm. And I'm not just talking about, you know, having a third eye or being like, you know, a psychic and stuff like that. Like, because I do wonder if there is some psychic ability out there. There have been some cases of it where I go, yeah, that's that's tough to disprove. You know, this isn't just some guy that's really good at figuring this stuff out and makes a million dollars off of touring around, you know, <laughs> telling people they're they're 
you know, I'm talking to your relatives right now. I don't know. I don't know that I believe in that shit, you know, so much, but there is a chance. But it, what, what do you think about that? I mean, do you think that I'm off base or do you, I, I, I wonder sometimes because like, say for example, even in some of those videos we watched, um, when there were like supposed things orb type things or presence and things that were opening and shutting or moving that shouldn't have been. And you see just before it happens or just as you see like the dog, the family dog in the React video it, or the yeah. cat, like all of a sudden, like look up and then something moves. What do you, you know, it makes me wonder if animals, cause how would we know? There's no way for us to know. Yeah. They always seem to react or sense something. Mm -hmm. Or barking at walls or whatever. Like, what are you barking at? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. It's like they, they have something we don't. Mm -hmm. We don't possess. Exactly. To sense. So you believe in that? That there's a possibility that, that that's legit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I, I can get behind that. Yeah, now that doesn't necessarily mean that they can see ghosts. No. I don't know. No. But it does. But they definitely can sense something's weird. I think so. Something's off. Yeah, I think so. If it's like electromagnetism where they can feel it or right. vibrations, something. Right. Yeah. That gives them the ability to sense it where we can't. Right. We're not smart enough. <laughs> we just might not be evolved in that way. You know, right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Our species, we like to think of ourselves as being like the pinnacle of evolution or something. I think all you got to do is look around at the stupid idiots you fucking deal with every day and realize that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> but um, it makes me wonder if we did have that ability to do that, that would we be able to sense things, whether it's like sensing like auras or being able to see I, I definitely lean towards believing more that there's other planes of like existence of some sort and I don't necessarily know whether you go on to be like a spirit that can tell people your name through a spirit box and all that I, <laughs> I don't know about that that seems um that seems a little weird and unreal to me but I wonder if there isn't other like levels of, you know, we think of everything in 3D and is there a fourth dimension or a fifth dimension and all that kind of stuff where there's things that live outside our ability to see, taste, hear, smell it. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, to sit there and say, well, I just don't, I fucking don't believe it. It seems like bullshit. It's like, okay. But now imagine you're somebody, imagine, imagine there's some like island right and the indigenous people on that island have never encountered anybody else before from outside of that tribe and imagine that for whatever reason some genetic reason that they are all born without the sense of smell mm -hmm. you know or maybe when they're young, there's some kind of ritual that happens that they, they do, you know, because some of these they do crazy rituals. They have different things to their, you know, indigenous to their tribes mm -hmm. that it affects their sense of smell and they don't have a sense of smell. Now imagine trying to explain to those people that have never smelled a smell before that smells exist. 
Can you imagine that? Like, try to put the, think about that being like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying that that thing right there that you just cooked and that I'm going to eat, you're telling me that it has a, it, it, it has something that my, my nose inhales and I can tell the difference. It has a, it has what you call a scent. Like it has a thing like bullshit. That sounds, <laughs> it sounds made up, you mm-hmm. know, like I don't, I don't even fathom what you're talking about. Like that's, that's ridiculous. I can touch it. I can see it, you know, I can bite into it, I can, you know, all these kind of things, you know, I can, I can hear it, but I don't have any sense of smell, you know, like, if, if you were, how would you explain that to them? Hmm. You know, because you can't, there's no way to prove that. We just take it for granted because we go, oh yeah, of course, smell, like we all, everybody pretty much smells things, right? So what I'm saying is, is on that same level, if some other (laughs) species came along, you know, it always comes back to aliens with us on this channel. (laughs) But if some other species came along and they were like, yeah, and they were like, no, there's like nine different senses Mm -hmm. and there's being able to like see certain auras around people if that it was a thing or there's a way to be able to see or hear or sense certain things. That is the way where they can feel your feelings like empath yeah being yeah. able to feel things like that that are don't come from physical touch you know imagine them coming along and trying to like explain that to us and we're just like that's bullshit like how, how? like how does that even work like you know and we we're so quick to jump to that but is it literally just because we're just not equipped for that i mean it's it's in, it's entirely within the realm of possibility i'm not saying that it is necessarily like that's the answer mm-hmm. but do it's you not not the answer do you feel like now drawing it back kind of like well you know i know we've been talking a long time but like wrapping it up do you feel like after your experience the other day when you went on this tour and you went through what you did and feeling what you did do you feel like now maybe you're less skeptical or you have more belief in, like, the presence of some other kind of other plane of existence, beings like that, ghosts, whatever, you know, spirits. Do you feel like, you know, because I know you were pretty skeptical before, and you're not a particularly, like, religious person or anything no. like that. Do you feel like you have more like has it changed you at all or are you just sort of like no I'm still kind of I, you know I'm blowing it off <laughs> and again I I was skeptical of the event of going in and actually finding something because I was going looking for it right okay and having this equipment show this to me right. okay I wasn't skeptical so much of could ghost exists is there another plane of existence do we go somewhere where we maybe not everybody goes okay so you already kind of felt so i already felt like there there could be something like that i don't know if there is but there could be so i already felt like that so i don't think this is it changed me but you don't feel like now like whereas before you were just sort of like open-minded to the possibility do you feel like now since you actually experienced something firsthand that it's like oh wow this might be legit. Um, I want to say no because I think I'm still trying to rationalize it. Yeah, that's very. I'm still trying to come to terms with it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm not just gonna believe because like oh yeah okay yeah right. sure like no 
why did I react like that? There's got to be a reason. Right. Yeah, and that's what I want. That's why I'm asking is because that's what I want people to understand at home because, you know, you... (laughs) You, you know, you've heard us talk about all this stuff and you've heard the clips from her phone and everything. And, you know, the, the I think the the initial reaction of most people is probably going to be like, yeah, OK, sure, whatever, you know, <laughs> like, you know, it's, she was probably just, you know, either you were putting it on or you were or you were just being overly emotional that day or whatever. And. It's like, this is not like, we're not doing this episode or we're not sharing this stuff as a means of being like, see, believe, believe us. It's not at all. Just sharing what we've experienced. That's it. Right. That's that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Just something to. Putting it out there. What's funny is I feel like what happened to you makes me feel more like, huh? Okay. Really? Yeah. Because I, because I. I haven't really experienced anything like that in a long time since, you know, it's been quite a while now since my friends and I, you know, everything, you know, again, I should knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, we haven't really experienced anything around here lately. I haven't gone through anything and I haven't heard of anything else happening um, of, that I could give any real credence to. Mm-hmm. And some people that I know that tell me, oh, I experienced this, I experienced that. In most cases, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. (laughs) You know, I forgive me for not totally believing you, but, you know, I think you have the capability to exaggerate or misunderstand or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you, not so much. And like I said, in getting to hear, getting to hear you on that recording and everything, it's like, oh, huh, that's pretty fucked up. Like, that's... You know what I mean? Like that's that's uh, you know, there's only a few people I know. Vito, our missing co-host, is another one. You know, if Vito was all of a sudden like had some major change of character like that and everything, yeah, I, right. Yeah, he's usually even Steven. Right. <laughs> yeah, and he's just sort of like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. It's bullshit. all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Right. So for him to like do something like that and be sincere about it is another thing that would make me go, whoa. You know, like, okay, that's something to consider. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, We would love to know. I know this. I hope you found this interesting. We were basically just talking about our own possible uh, personal dealings, old and new with paranormal things. (laughs) But uh, unexplained. Yeah, I hope you found it interesting. And more than anything, we wanted to put this out there because we're we're always looking for um feedback we'd love to hear your stories and your input on it and even if you want to come back and be like "Uh, guys i think your stories are you know they i think there's perfect explanations for everything you guys talk about tell me yeah just tell us (laughs) you know we're not we're not going to argue with you about it uh because we're not like super believers you know what i mean and all this kind of stuff it's just uh it is what it is, and it's a mm-hmm. bu- it's it, you know you, my experiences that I went through in this house, what you experienced at the jail and Crown Point, everything are just things that it's unexplained phenomenon. You know, I don't phenomenon. Do 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 do. Boy oh boy. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> so on that note, we hope that everybody has an awesome Halloween. Yes. And Samhain and all the all the you know all the stuff that comes at this time of year and um 
yeah, let us know your thoughts. Be safe out there. Yeah, be careful. And we will talk to you soon. And if we get enough feedback, who knows, maybe we'll do a follow-up on this sometime. Mm -hmm. We love talking, especially me. I never shut up. I apologize for that. I should have let you talk more. But I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take it easy, everybody. Bye, guys.